We look forward to seeing you at Two Days of Truth being presented by Beyond Labels. It's our fourth annual Two Days of Truth Summit. This year's theme is Detox is for Everybody. We're bombarded by everything from chemtrails to EMFs to pesticides, herbicides, even uh, toxic people. We're going to deal with all of these aspects at the Two Days of Truth Summit coming up. Sina, give us the final information. I'm really excited about this summit. I think this is going to be our best one yet. It's June 14th and 15th at Polyface Farm. We have some fantastic speakers like Sayer G, the founder of Green Med Info, uh, Dr. Leland Stillman, who's been featured by Wise Traditions lately, Hilda Labrada-Gore, affectionately known as Holistic Hilda, you and me, of course, we also have, for the first time ever, a kids and teens program. So now the adults can enjoy the adult side while they know that their kids and their teens are having fun while also being educated by Joel, myself, and Hilda. It's going to be a blast. And this year, what we're going to do is we're going to actually teach you ancient and modern techniques for how to detoxify the body, mind, and spirit. And we're going to help you put together a personalized plan like an action plan that you can take home and start. As soon as you arrive home, you can implement this action plan and start your detoxing. You know, listen, folks, Polyface is only eight hours from half of the U.S. population. Take a long weekend, come join us, and uh, you'll rub shoulders with other like-minded people, find our tribe, and be encouraged. It's a lonely place out there lots of times, especially if you're a bit of a maverick. So come and spend time with other mavericks and get encouraged, inspired, and enthused about living a more healthy life. So I love the topic for this year, detoxification. It is one of the most important topics that we could ever address at our health summit. Because as Joel mentioned, everyone, every single person needs to know how to detoxify their body, mind, and spirit in order to achieve optimal health and wellness. So now in terms of tracking the fallout, it's, it's really important to understand how the water flows and how the air flows in that area. So in that area of East Palestine, water flows from the east to the west, right? Because it's located on the west of the Appalachian Mountains. So most of the water will actually flow into the big rivers that end up forming the Mississippi River. There's two large rivers in the Pittsburgh area and they merged um, to, into the Ohio River which then flows along the border of multiple states, eventually joining with the Mississippi River and spilling into the Gulf of Mexico. So all of the areas that are touching that, that water supply are now potentially contaminated. Um, the water in the Ohio River has already been deemed as being contaminated. Now the division chief of the Ohio EPA says that the state agency is continuing to monitor a moving plume of contaminants in the Ohio River. But of course she's saying, oh, there's no concern that the chemicals will make their way into the drinking water system that's connected to the Ohio River because the river is so big and it can self-filter. So it is true that we think the concentration of the toxins will decrease over distance, right? As the chemical plume of contaminants makes its way down the Ohio and eventually into the Gulf of Mexico, the concentration will decrease. So the closer that you are to the original site, the worse your situation. And in fact, toxins have already been found in the soil in neighboring areas as well. All right. But we're going to get into more of the specific chemicals and the caveats in that statement in just a minute. So 
In terms of tracking the fallout, like I said, you also have to know about um, the airflow. Because the air, the pollution that was, you know, hoisted up into the air from the burn can also pollute the soil and the water. So the air in that area, the air flows from west to east. It may go north and may go south. It usually does not go um, west, right? It usually goes in the eastern direction. So it's already been traveling through Pennsylvania and southeast towards the Virginian. So if you just take a step back and, and you know, let that information alone absorb, you'll realize that with the airflow bringing the toxins to the east, north, and south, and the water bringing the toxins to the west and south, the fallout here is potentially enormous, right? It's 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 not just contained to that local area. This is something that um, is very concerning to me. Um, you know, not only for human health but for our, our entire environment. At this point, the rail operator is being sued in a class action lawsuit. Their lawyers are saying that this was a wholly preventable catastrophe. Um, the court filings allege that the company was responsible for exposing residents to cancer causing chemicals and the efforts to clean up the spill made the health impacts worse. And in these documents, these court documents, they're alleging that the derailment released over a million pounds of vinyl chloride into the environment. So over a million pounds. If you compare that to like say in 2021, there were 38 facilities in the US that were emitting these vinyl chloride compounds that they were tracking. They only emitted around 430,000 pounds. So now we have in this one area dumped over a million pounds. So let's get into the specific chemicals that have been released so that people are aware of the potential consequences of, you know, of this trade development and subsequent burn. The EPA has listed, um, submitted a list of compounds that they've confirmed that were in these rail cars and the manifest from the, the trade company has also been released and I've looked at both and compared both. So let's talk about, um, a couple of, let's talk about, I'm gonna run you through a few of the most concerning ones. The one that's getting the most attention right now is the vinyl chloride. It's colorless, it's a flammable gas. It is a known carcinogen, which means it's known to cause cancer. Um, Long-term exposure has been linked to liver, brain, and lung cancers, lymphoma, and leukemia. The short-term exposure leads to things like irritation of the eyes, nose, throats, throat and lungs, headaches, dizziness, drowsiness, nausea, as well as tingling in the arms and legs, which tells you right there that it does affect the nervous system. Now, the EPA is saying that they've tested nearly 500 homes in the East Palestine area, and they did not detect vinyl chloride in the homes. But I am not surprised because vinyl chloride, once in the air, breaks down and dissipates in about a day and a half. So you wouldn't actually find it in the air, all right? So they're testing in the wrong location. It actually persists in the soil and the water. So vinyl chloride is highly mobile in soils and water and can per persist for years in the groundwater. Once it's in the soil or once it's in the groundwater, it is very difficult to clean up, very difficult. 